You are listening to Covenant, a podcast by Covenant Ministry, disrupting Christian orthodoxy and radical fundamentalism. If you would like to support our ministry, you can join our community on Patreon at patreon.com backslash covenant ministry. Music used in our podcast and in our videos is licensed by Wondershare Filmora. Additional music and editing provided by Anchor. God's laws do not change. The rules that we must live by do not change. God's laws have been the same from the beginning of time until now. And as our society has changed, it proves that man has turned away from God. For God has not changed. Man has changed. Our laws and the changes in our society are a testament to the fact that humanity turns away from God away from his laws, away from God's covenant. Our society is focused on personal freedom, personal liberty, the rights of everyone. And yet God did not create us to be free. God created us to serve his will and to live by his laws and his commandments. God did not create us to serve ourselves and to seek our personal liberty, personal freedom. God created us to serve God, to serve His will. We must turn back to God's laws and follow His commandments and walk in His ways and do as God has instructed us and follow in His covenant and His law. God is eternal from beginning until the end of all time. His law is eternal. His word is eternal. All that he has said is true and righteous and will remain true till the end of time. We were created to serve God, to serve his will, to follow his law, and to abide in his covenant. When we turn away from God, following our own ways, seeking our own self-fulfillment, personal liberty, freedom, success, prosperity, we turn away from the laws of God, from the covenant of God. And as we turn towards ourselves, as our society turns towards the individual, we turn away from God's laws and all that he has commanded. It's upon us to turn back to God individually and collectively, for society to turn back to God, serve his will, carry out his commands. The world changes. Ideas and values change from generation to generation. Throughout the world, different nations have different ideas about what is right and wrong, different laws, different customs, different rules. So if the rules are constantly changing, if the rules may be different in different places with different people, And who is right? The reality is that we may change, but God does not change. The law does not change. The covenant does not change. What God has said is the same as it has always been. It does not change. So if we change, then we are either 
coming closer to God or moving further away from God. We are making a change towards or away from what God has said. The law is unchanging. We think that when society makes a change for the better, that it is a good thing. But what do we base that on? Our society values freedom and liberty. But what of our responsibilities? Our responsibilities to our fellow creatures, our, our brothers and sisters, and our responsibilities to God. God didn't create humanity to be free. God created humanity to serve God and to follow his laws. And to live justly and righteously and to do what is right. want to go back to something I discussed previously, which is that God's laws do not change. What God has said will never change. Society changes. Our, our, what society says is right or wrong changes all the time, but God does not change. The laws that God gave remain as they've always, remain as they've always been. You hear now about defining your pronouns, he, him, she, her, they, them, as if this is a choice. It's not a choice. You're either born a man or you're born a woman. That is not a choice. A man is a man. A woman's a woman. It isn't really a choice. Homosexuality, bisexuality, and all the other sexualities are called a choice, but these are not not a choice. The law is very clear. Marriage was established as a sacred union between a man and a woman for the purpose to create children. When slavery was abolished, it was not because God said slavery had to be abolished. The Bible was very clear on how you treat your slave. There were many rules in the book of Exodus on how you treat your slave. The poor could sell themselves into slavery, which was similar to indentured servitude. They could buy their freedom, or another could buy their freedom for them. Slaves were often taken from conquered peoples as well. But the Bible was very clear on how you treat your slave. God reminded the people of Israel that they themselves were slaves in Egypt. They were told not to mistreat their slaves. But slavery was not abolished by God. Because people were not created to be free. We are reminded that we are all servants to God. Women have fought for equality, to be treated the same as men, to have the same jobs, and to make the same pay, and to have all the same rights and responsibilities as men. And yet men and women are not the same. They were not created the same, they're not physically the same, they're spiritually the same. I'm not saying that men are superior, 
In fact, in many ways, women are superior to men. I am saying that they are just not the same, that they are spiritually and physically different. And that it's sensible that there are jobs that are more appropriate for a man or more appropriate for a woman, because they are not the same. And to tell ourselves that they should be treated the same is to fool ourselves into believing that somehow treating women as the same as men is somehow fair, more fair or more equitable, when it deprives them of the dignity of being a woman. We were not created to be free, but rather to live by God's laws, and to abide in His covenant, and to walk with Him, and to follow all His ways. For all of His ways are good. I have been saying throughout this series that God does not change. God's laws do not change. God, God's law is, is from the beginning until the end the same, and it will never change. And as I said in the last podcast, Christians today would be considered heretics if they lived a thousand years ago, because Christianity has changed over the centuries. It is not what it was even 200 years ago, let alone a thousand years ago or 2,000 years ago. Religion has changed. So my question to you is were Christians right 2,000 years ago and were wrong now? Or were they completely wrong at the time of Jesus and only now is Christianity the way it was meant to be? I mean, it's a question that deserves an answer because if we are wrong today in how we practice Christianity, then why are we calling ourselves Christians? Why are we saying, follow Christ, give money to this church, give money to this evangelist? Why are we doing this if it is not what Christ taught? In fact, if we went back 2,000 years to when Jesus lived, he could benefit from his teachings and could hear from him directly. Would he condemn us as he condemned the Pharisees? Would he condemn us today as he condemned those in his time? He referred to the Pharisees as hypocrites, for they claimed to be pious and to be doing God's work, while at the same time at the same time abusing the poor, the widowed, the orphaned. I believe that Christian leaders today would be condemned by Jesus as the leaders of the, the priesthood in Israel were condemned in Jesus' time, they would, as the Pharisees were condemned. Many of you listening are parents, like myself, you are parents, or even if you are not a parent, you can look back to when you were a child and you had parents that raised you when you were a child. And there are many 
ways of parenting. There are very strict parents, and then there are parents that allow their children to have a lot more freedom. One thing that all parents agree on is they all love their children. We love our children, no matter what. But there are many different ways of parenting. One thing that most experts agree on is that children need boundaries. They need structure. They need routine. And generally, strict parenting is often better than lax parenting. Because it is through the rules and regulations that children learn right from wrong. And learn what is acceptable and not what is not acceptable. For all children want to please their parents. They want to be accepted. They want to, they want to achieve, to accomplish the tasks that have been given to them. Now, when we, when we apply this to the world, we can see that God is our parent, God is our Father, and loves us no matter what. He did not put laws in place to punish us, but rather to teach us right from wrong, and to provide us with what we need for a good and just society, to teach us righteousness, and to lead us in the true way of righteousness and truth. But God is a very strict parent and has put in place very strict laws, which were not there for punishment, but which were there to benefit all of humanity. God says, do not kill, and yet people kill one another. God says, do not steal, and yet people steal from each other. God says, do not commit adultery, and yet people commit adultery. And much harm is done in the world do not follow God's law because they reject God's laws and think that they should have what they want and do what they want and not worry about their responsibility to, to their families and to their community and to their nation and to God in this way people are as spoiled rotten children who do not honor their parents who run away and cheat and steal and commit crimes. So God is a loving and yet very strict parent with laws that were put in place for our benefit. For if we were all to follow the laws of God and to do what God has said, what God has clearly laid down from ancient were all to follow those laws, then the world would truly be a paradise. For there would be no murder, adultery, theft, sexual misconduct, violation of individual rights. The world would be a paradise. And the irony is that people reject those laws because they want freedom. And yet true freedom would be attained by following God's laws. True freedom would be attained because freedom comes not from doing what you want. Freedom comes from doing what you should do. And for all people to do what they should do. The laws are there. So people followed those laws and did them. The world would be a paradise. The world would become a paradise. God's laws do not change. 
The rules that we must live by do not change. God's laws have been the same from the beginning of time until now. And as our society has changed, it proves that man has turned away from God. For God has not changed. Man has changed. Our laws and the changes in our society are a testament to the fact that humanity turns away from God, away from His laws, away from God's covenant. Our society is focused on personal freedom, personal liberty, the rights of everyone. And yet God did not create us to be free. God created us to serve His will and to live by His laws and His commandments. God did not create us to serve ourselves and to seek our personal liberty, personal freedom. God created us to serve God, to serve His will. We must turn back to God's laws and follow His commandments and walk in His ways and do as God has instructed us and follow in His covenant and His law. God is eternal from beginning until the end of all time. His law is eternal. His word is eternal. All that He has said is true and righteous and will remain true till the end of time. We were created to serve God, to serve His will, to follow His law, and to abide in His covenant. When we turn away from God, following our own ways, seeking our own self-fulfillment, personal liberty, freedom, success, prosperity, we turn away from the laws of God, from the covenant of God. And as we turn towards ourselves, as our society turns towards the individual, we turn away from God's laws and all that He has commanded. It is upon us to turn back to God individually and collectively, for society to turn back to God and serve His will, carry out His commands. The world changes. Ideas and values change from generation to generation. And throughout the world, different nations have different ideas about what is right and wrong, different laws, different customs, different rules. So if the rules are constantly changing, and if the rules may be different in different places with different people, then who is right? We may change, but God does not change. The law does not change. The covenant does not change. What God has said is the same as it has always been. It does not change. So if we change, then we are either coming closer to God or moving further away from God. We are making a change towards or away from what God has said. The law is unchanging. Our society values freedom and liberty. But what of our responsibilities? Our responsibilities to our fellow creatures, our brothers and sisters, and our responsibilities to God. God didn't create humanity to be free. God created humanity 
to serve God and to follow his laws. And to live justly and righteously and to do what is right. God's law is eternal. It is unchanging. God's law is for our benefit and not for God's benefit. God's law is for our benefit. When we break God's law, we bring harm upon ourselves and upon others. But God loves each and every one of us as his creations, as his children. As it is written, the wages of sin or death, not eternal punishment. We do not have to fear eternal damnation. We do not have to fear the fires of hell or eternal torment. We do not have to fear losing God's love and grace. The wages of sin are death. To turn away from God and reject God and refuse the salvation which is given freely is to separate yourself from God. As a parent says to a child, don't play in the road or you'll be hit by a car or don't touch that sharp object or you may get cut. A parent loves the child and would do anything for the child. Yet the law is not for punishment. The law is for the benefit of the child. So God's laws are for our benefit. They are not for our punishment. The laws of God are for our benefit and for our protection. When we break God's laws, we bring harm upon ourselves and upon others and upon all of society. But God loves each and every one of us as his children and as his creation. The laws of God do not change. They are eternal. They are the same. The world may change. Society may change. And the laws that we make may change. And the laws may be different in different societies and different cultures. But these are human laws, not God's laws. God's law is the same as it has always been. But this law is for our benefit, and not for God's benefit. It's not for God's benefit that we obey the law that he has given. God's will will come to pass regardless of what we may do. We can choose to follow God's law, or we can reject God's law. But God will do what God will do, and God will bring about what God will bring about. What we do, good or bad, does not change what God has said. For God is independent of what we may say. 
we may do. God is independent. God is independent of our worship or adoration. God is independent of our praise. God is independent of our obedience, our conformity to his laws. The law is for our benefit. And God says, do not kill, because killing brings harm. God says, do not commit adultery, because adultery brings harm. God says, do not steal, because stealing brings harm. When Jesus says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, it's because you should not do harm. God's law is for our benefit. God's law is not about punishment. God's law is about life and peace, safety, and well-being. God's law helps to create a society where people can live in peace and harmony and care for each other. Care for your neighbors. Because that's what makes you a good neighbor. Care for your families. Because that is what makes a great family. God's law is for our benefit. It is not about punishment. Now there are there are the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament, and there are many other laws that are given in the book of Exodus, and also in Deuteronomy. Many of these laws are sexual morality laws, and others are social laws, which have to do with interaction between people, they involve things like money lending, and ownership of property. These laws were for our benefit. To help create a good society. They help to keep us safe. And give us life. And bring us closer to God. And they create a more harmonious world where people can live in peace and be kind to one another. God loves everyone all fall short of God's glory. For it is by God's grace and God's mercy that we live. So there is no room for hate or judgment or condemnation of anyone. For if you hold hate in your heart, even against those who have sinned in some manner. Then you are committing sin in your hatred, in your condemnation of others. For as Jesus said, that he who is without sin casts the first stone. 
judge not, lest ye be judged. There is one church. When you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are joined with all other Christians in the Holy Spirit. Our goal is to create a global Christian community. Join us on Telegram or Discord. Like a bird on a tree I'm just sitting here I got For just $5 a month, you can join our Patreon community and receive access to videos and other special features. Join us at patreon.com backslash covenant ministry. The world seems small. We can sit together. It's so beautiful. You and me. We meant to be. Thank you for listening to Covenant Podcast. Disrupting Christian Orthodoxy and Radical Fundamentalism. Find us on the web at covenant.today.